Marco Royce. Daniel Marlon! Wonderful! Fantastic from Royce. Jude Bellingham. That's excellent. Jude Bellingham. This is absolutely brilliant. Jude Bellingham! Absolutely magnificent. Rina. Brilliant from the American. Just like that. Not the best of clearances. Oh, what a volley! Matt Hummels! Brent in for Holland! Like he's never been away! The man in front of goal who is simply deadly. Hey, welcome to the BVB podcast. If this is your first time listening, thank you. You haven't missed much, though, because this is only the, the second episode. Uh, but you can find us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple. So if you're not currently listening on your preferred, preferred source, go ahead and search the BVB podcast wherever that is. You should be able to find us. We're also on Twitter if you want to tweet along during games. And uh, it's a good place to get the links, too, for all the, the podcasts uh, at the BVB pod. So if you want to reach out, my name's Jake. Carver is going to be back with me next week, but I did want to do a quick episode talking a little bit about the Bochum game. You might not want to relive that, and I, I'm sorry, but we also got uh, the first game on Wednesday. There's a good chance you're listening to this maybe Wednesday morning or Wednesday afternoon uh, before the first game, hopefully, if you uh, saw this episode drop before the game or, or afterwards, too. But we're also going to preview uh, the final game, uh, quickly preview the final game before the winter break, and talk a little bit about Europa, our Europa League draw that we just got the news of. But first... Dortmund versus Bochum in the Little Riviera Derby, which there is a little history here. Um, if you're not too familiar, it's honestly, I haven't been that familiar for, for that long. But for the last 30 years, Dortmund's been playing Schalke in the Riviera Derby, but uh, with them getting relegated and uh, Bochum coming back up to the top flight Bundesliga for the first time in 11 years, obviously there's a, some history here. And knowing that, and, and we're playing at Bochum, so you knew they were going to be up for the game. You knew they were going to play well and just give us hell, which, I mean, they, they didn't necessarily, but it was definitely a tough game where we were just unlucky. It, it wasn't a great game. And and to start with our outs, who we had out this game, Marco Rosa, manager, was out uh, with a red card in the last game. We also had Akanji out, uh, Rafa Guerrero, and Daniel Malin came up actually six, so he was not available for this game. Koble started in goal, and across the back we had Munier, Hummels, Zagadou, and Schultz, Emery Chan, and Dahoud, uh, sitting kind of, holding defensive mid, then Bellingham, Marco Royce, and Wolf. Wolf came in for uh, Julian Brandt, who, of course, had the head injury. So although he started on the bench, I, he just wasn't ready for a, a full game starting the first game. And then Holland up top. Um, and we, I mean, we dominated this game. We, I want to say we looked great. And I want to say that it was just a game where we just came up unlucky in short. Of course, we had mistakes here and there because that's our style. But I don't think the, it's not like we, we had so many mistakes that led to a goals and they, they dominated the game. Like, we, we still dominated the game. We had a lot of chances, a lot of shots. Bellingham looked great running through the middle. He had a shot he should have put in. He had a, a chance that he just stopped to Holland that he should have put in. Just like we couldn't get anything in the back of the net. And then uh, right around 40th minute, um, they kind of slipped in. They got a nice through ball behind us. They broke away. Koble came way out of his goal and uh, went, went for the ball, kind of, Took the guy out and it, it went to the penalty. It looked like it was, it was pretty unfortunate because if Coble would have stayed in goal, it looked like Emery Chan had a chance to make it back and just push the guy to like the goal line or out to the corner. Definitely didn't need to happen. And it was one of those situations where, yep, okay, we made a silly mistake, give him a penalty. 
give him a goal, essentially, which which happens a lot. So 40th minute, Bochum goes up 1-0. Um, but, we, I mean, throughout the game, we continued, continued to dominate, uh, continued to hold on possession, have significantly more shots than them. In the 54th minute, uh, we did get a goal. Marius Wolf uh, put it in, when it, which then it was disallowed because Bellingham was offside and standing in front of the keeper's way. Looking back at the replay, so, well, first of all, if you did watch this game on ESPN Plus in America, like myself, a bunch of technical difficulties. This game was very hard to watch. I think first half was fine, but as soon as they got underway in the second half, like the game just kept cutting in and out. So I was barely watching. I was looking, I was just looking through Twitter for updates and highlights, which is how I found out that uh, Wolf scored, put it in. I, I saw that on Twitter. I even put it out a tweet like, oh, we got one in. And then by the time my stream or the live feed came back in, it was back to 1-0. And I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> and then uh, I found out, uh, thanks to Twitter again. But yeah, the feed kept cutting in and out. Very annoying. I ended up finding a, a feed online that was all German. Uh, so I, I started watching the, the rest of the game uh, that way. Uh, we did see Brant come back in. So it was great to see him, first of all, starting on the bench after that head injury and then um, actually coming out on the field and contributing. Because um, while we continue to dominate the game, continue to have shots, they, they there was like a save off the line. We just, we should have won this game. It and that's why I feel like we were just unlucky. Like we couldn't get anything to go in the net. But the 85th minute, we had some nice buildup uh, down the left wing into Royce. Royce put a great through ball to Holland, who dribbled it through the box, crossed it across to Brant. One touch, volley, back in the net. And it was beautiful. Again, that was the 85th minute. We tied up one-to-one. And even immediately, I think they were still showing replays. And then <laughs> like the the feed came back in, and we didn't even see the kickoff in the replay. It's like, but we already had the ball in there 18 again. And you really thought, like, we, w- with the time we had left, just how many like chances we were getting. You're like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna somehow pull this off and get the win. I mean, we definitely deserved it. Um, we we're just unlucky. I think I think that's just how this game went. It's just us being unlucky. Um, and unfortunately, the luck never came through, and uh, the game ended one to one. In the last episode, I did talk a lot about how I was very optimistic that maybe we could catch Bayern and maybe surpass them if if uh, if everything went our way. Like, we had to get three wins, and we also needed them to not win, which which didn't really happen either because they, they won their last two games. Um, now they're currently sitting top of the league, 40 points, and we're sitting at 31. With the game versus Firth, if we uh, win that, then obviously we'll get a little closer. Um, I don't know. I should, have, I should not have been so optimistic with us still being able to top the league at the winter break. But yeah, that's definitely not going to happen now. Um, so yeah, that 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 was kind of it for that game. And so looking ahead to Firth on Wednesday again. I'm sorry if you're listening to this after the game. I'm I'm not going to be able to recap that because I'm recording this before the game. But uh, Carver and I will be back next week to recap this Firth game and our final game before the winter break. But um, just looking ahead to Firth, talk a little bit about it. It's 2:30 Eastern time on ESPN Plus. If you are catching this beforehand. Akanji is still out, um, although some good news. He just had his knee surgery. I saw the news that everything went well, and he should hopefully be back to first-team training um, start of the new year, January, whenever we get back to training after the winter break. Um, Rafa is the last I... Uh, so I got actually got a little from Marco Rosa's presser uh, where he said, Daniel Malin and Rafa Guerrero have both not trained with the team yet. Again, Rafa, or Daniel... Uh, Malin has been sick. He said they have not trained with the team yet. The final session will take place later in the day. Rafa looks very unlikely, but Donnie at least completed a running session yesterday. 
we'll have to see. So it looks like Malin's going to be day of. Maybe by the time you're hearing this, you'll you'll know whether he played or not. Um, but that's uh, just, again, injuries, injuries, unlucky sickness and everything. That's just what Dorman's been all season. So I'll just give a quick um, predicted lineup. I, I imagine it's going to be very similar to the game against Bochum. Kobel and goal, Munier and back, um, or Munier, Hummel, Zagadou, and Schultz. And the backs is what I'm guessing. Emery Chan and Dehoud in the middle again. And then Bellingham, Royce. And I'm going to say Brant coming in for Wolf because, I mean, well, he, he subbed on in the last game, got the goal, looked great. Looks like he's uh, ready to go. And then, of course, Holland up top. Quick look at Firth. Although they sit bottom of the league, now I'm slightly worried because they, they got their first win of the season beaten Union Berlin 1-0 on Sunday. So, like, of course this happens with how, like, inconsistent we've been and back and forth and all the injuries and, like, nothing's easy. We get Firth right after the first win. So they're going to be hyped up. They're going to be coming in hot. And uh, especially knowing that we got our disappointing one-to-one draw, they're, they're going to come at us. So we'll, I mean, we should dominate. We, we should easily win this game when you look at us on paper. I think even with our injuries, we should still be able to handle this game. But it, but we get them when they're in. I don't know if you can say good form coming off one win, but after their first win, they're gonna be they're gonna be up for it. So it'll be interesting, I'm sure. And then our our final game before the winter break is this Sunday at Hertha Berlin, twelve thirty Eastern time on ESPN Plus. And then uh, quickly quickly we'll get into the Europa League draw. Since we got knocked out of the Champions League, we were moving into. Uh, well, Carver and I were talking about this last week. We didn't exactly know we're at in the Europa League we're going to jump into, but we're doing a two-leg playoff round. If we win, then we move on to the knockout phase phase of the Europa League. And we drew against Rangers FC out of Glasgow. Um, it's not going to be an easy game. They're, they're sitting top of the Scottish Premiership, only losing one game in the Europa League. They finished second in their group, which is why they're moving on to this uh, playoff round. They finished behind Lyon, who topped their group. They also played against Sparta Prague and Bronby. They uh, won two games drew two games and lost two games uh, with a goal differential of one. They uh, had six goals for and five goals against. But uh, even looking at that, like I said, they're top of the league and only only lost one in the Scottish Premiership. So not going to be an easy game. And those matches are coming up. We're moving to Thursdays, getting getting demoted to Thursday uh, games to watch. Starting February 17th, we'll be at home versus Rangers. And then the away leg will be February 24th. So back-to-back weeks. We're playing on Thursdays in the Europa League. Um, I mean, that's it. I said it was going to be a short episode because it's just me by myself, and it's kind of weird to just talk by myself. So thank you for hanging out and listening. Um, follow along if you are watching. <laughs> I've said this multiple times. If you catch this before um, the the game against Firth, I'll be tweeting along so you can uh, please follow us on Twitter at the BVB pod. Um, and let me know if, if you're listening. You can shoot me a DM. I'll shout you out on the next podcast so we can uh, just say hi and acknowledge who you are because we, we appreciate you following appreciate you listening again you can find us on apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, spotify google wherever you uh, want to listen to podcasts just search the bvb pod thanks see you later